Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're coming off some broadcast times in the DFW area. So if you want to continue to follow Prophecy Club, the simplest, easiest way is to simply download our free cell phone app at your app store. Just search Prophecy Club, download it, and it is so easy. So I get compliments all the time about how wonderful our app is. Also, I do not want to raise the price of the Miss the Mark books. And I think you'd agree with me that getting these books into the hands of people so they will not take the mark of the beast is more important than money. But unfortunately, I do need to order some more books. Matter of fact, I also need to place an order for what it takes to be a prophet, which is going to be used at the crusade, and also School of the Prophets Crusade Manual that Leslie will use at the crusade. Totaling about $17,000 I need in the next few weeks or so. So if God has blessed you and you don't want me to raise the price on the books and you want to help us, then boy, now would be a really, a really good time for you to help us. Just go to prophecyclub.com, make a donation, or you can also call us 785-266-1112 and do a credit card on the phone, 785-266-1112. I'm going to start with the positive before I get into these viruses and these pandemics. And the reason is, is I really, I'm really not afraid of them. And let me explain why. First of all, my heart and my life is hid in Christ. I live and breathe at his service, at his will. And so I look at it like this, as long as my heart is beating and my lungs are breathing, I'm going to serve him. And at what time he decides to take me home, I trust him in my death, and I trust him to take care of me. And I believe that you do too. So before I get into all of this nail-biting stuff about these pandemics and viruses, I want to give you a little encouragement. Okay, so I've been studying prophecy for over 40 years, doing this Prophecy Club radio and TV program, having all these guests, making all of these DVDs and books and all this. I mean, I'm swimming in Bible prophecy, in the end times. Yet, in all of this time, neither me, nor my wife Leslie, nor, as a matter of fact, any of my children, none of us ever have ever had a dream about being in some virus situation, or some pandemic, or being behind barbed wire, or being tortured, or having anything to do with the end times. And I think that because we are getting the word about the end times out, I think God has supernaturally decided that we are not going to be a part of it. He is going to protect us from it. Well, I think that's good news for you, too. If you're just listening to the radio program and you're not actually part of being a part of the solution, then I don't know. But if you are involved in this ministry, that means not just listening, that means financially supporting, praying for, attending our meetings like the Crusades and things like that. If your heart is with us, more importantly, if your heart is with God for the end times to see that people are saved, don't take the mark, and understand about these things, then I believe that's true of you too. I believe you don't have anything to worry about. No, the pre-trib, mid-trib, pre-wrath rapture, that's all false teaching. It's simply not going to happen that way. But I'm about to read for you scriptures. Matter of fact, I've memorized this entire chapter, and I strongly recommend you do the same because I think it brings protection. I can't, many times in my prayer closet, I 
I, I quote this, and at the end I say, in Jesus' name. In other words, it's not just quoting Scripture. I'm praying a promise. I'm accepting that promise of God, and I know he's going to take care of me. So I know sometimes I seem kind of disconnected when it comes to the end time stuff. I talk about it a lot. I know it scares some people. I'm sorry about that. It doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare me at all. Not at all. In my heart of hearts, I know I'm totally protected. I don't think I'm going to see any of this. Now, I may see some of it, but I'm totally confident that God is going to take care of me, and I think he'll also take care of you. But you have to be in the right place. One of the things is to have a prayer closet. That's what this scripture is about to refer to, the secret place. That means that each evening, and please, I'm not trying to call attention to me. I'm not trying to say I'm anything special, but I will say this. Almost every evening when I drop to my knees, I start getting emotional when I start talking about this. But almost every, well, every evening when I drop to my knees, and most of the time when I drop to my knees to worship my God, I do this. And I say, you know, Lord, aside from mistakes I made today, things I did and shouldn't have or did not do and shouldn't have or should have, regardless of any of the mistakes that I made today, I know that there is one thing that I can do every day that is right. And I told my wife, matter of fact, I mentioned it in a sermon here last couple of weeks. I think that I draw my strength, my protection, my provision from my prayer closet. I fall to my knees and I worship my God. That does not mean that I do a bunch of asking. As a matter of fact, I ask very little. I and by the way, I don't praise him a lot. I do praise him, but I worship him. And perhaps I, I tell you what, I, I made a whole DVD on it. Go to either prophecyclub.com and order the DVD. It's called Building Your Prayer Closet, or you can watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com, Building Your Prayer Closet. And let me go through this. And again, I memorized this, and I recommend you do the same thing. I recall a story about a missionary named Lamb that was in China, I believe it was, and she was standing before the firing squad, and she started quoting uh, Psalm 23, and they fired, but the bullets wouldn't hit her. They cocked again. They fired. The bullets still wouldn't hit her, and she was quoting Psalm 23 at the time. Well, I'm about to read from Psalm 91, and I'm going to explain it to you. Because we're going to talk about a little bit of positive before we get into all of this virus stuff. Because, frankly, I'm not afraid of a virus. And I'm not afraid of it because I stand on these scriptures. He that dwelleth in the secret place, that means when we have a prayer closet, each evening. And that, by the way, the prayer closet is not driving down the road. It's not at work. It's in a place where no one is going to interrupt you. And I like last thing each evening. And yes, I still pray in the morning too, but each evening I fall to my knees and I worship my God. Part of what I start with almost every night is great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. I don't know, you know, maybe sometime I... Maybe you need to make a whole broadcast and just kind of tell you some things that I do in my prayer closet. But again, I made the DVD, so listen to the DVD. That tells you everything. Anyway, let's go back to Psalm 91. 
he that dwelleth in the secret place. Now notice it didn't say he that visits the secret place. (laughs) In other words, when you fall on your knees every evening and you worship your God and you do it with a clean heart, a clean life, then I do not think you have to worry about the end times. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Meaning, I don't have to trust in donations from you. I don't have to trust in the world. I don't have to trust in some job. I don't have to trust in any of my intellect because my God is my fortress. In Him will I trust. Okay? Back to the scripture, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. The noisome pestilence. That includes a virus. Okay? I'm not worried about the viruses. I'm worried about whether I'm pleasing my God. And from the noisome pestilence, and he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. In other words, he's going to wrap his arms around us, brothers and sisters. He is going to protect us. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. What's that mean? That means that we tell the truth, we walk in the truth, we live the truth, and when we tell the truth and live the truth, then we don't have to try to keep up with what we have said. We don't lie. Okay? In other words, it's saying, I don't lie. That's what it's saying. I don't lie. His wings shall thou trust, his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shall not be afraid. Now, it doesn't say you won't be too afraid. It doesn't say you won't sometimes be afraid. It says thou shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. That's warfare. Nor for the pestilence, that includes viruses, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at the right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Now, I do believe that that's talking about us today, but specifically, it's talking about the day when Jesus returns on the Feast of Trumpets, and he brandishes his sword with the rod of his mouth. He uses the light sword or the morning star, and he burns up the tares, meaning that if you're standing next to a tear, that tear will fall to the ground in a pile of ashes and bones, but it will not come nigh you. Okay, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Now, notice it didn't say thy visitation. We don't visit church once in a while. We go there every time. We aren't just on the rolls. We don't drop in a tithe or a little tip once in a while. We are in that church, and we're doing everything we can to see that that church, the kingdom of God, and by the way, that also includes radio and TV programs that God is using to feed you with. It's not just a church building. It's where you're getting fed. But it's not something that we just kind of do here and do there. We don't just tithe sometimes. We don't just help people sometimes. We help people all of the time. We help people to our own hurt a lot of times. We put God first. We put our belief in God first because we know that in him will I trust. My strength is not in me. My strength is in him, his laws, following his laws, and we don't visit. We do it all the time. We don't donate once in a while. We donate all of the time. 
That means every month. That probably means every week. We're building the kingdom of God. Now let's go on. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, the habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Neither shall any plague, any virus. I don't care whether it's N1, A1, ABC, XYZ, coronavirus, whatever it is. We're not afraid of it because God made it all. Look, (laughs) if he can stop missiles from flying in the air, if he can make the sun turn backwards 10 degrees, he can take care of us. Question is not whether he can take care of us. The question is whether his kingdom is foremost in our heart. If we worship him, if we keep him first in our lives, we don't have to worry about this other stuff. There shall no no evil befall thee, and neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now, that, yes, that was specifically speaking of Jesus when he was taken upon the temple mount. Jesus said, well, if you are the son of God, then jump down and he will send his angels to catch you. But, of course, Jesus turned and said, but it says, tempt not the Lord thy God. But the prophecy was specifically speaking of Jesus, but... It's also speaking for all of those people that dwelleth in the secret place. You have a prayer closet. You fall on your knees to worship your God every night. You do not have to worry. He will take care of you. Look, if you're saying, I don't have the money to go to that crusade, shame on you. If you're saying, I can't get off to go to that crusade, shame on you. Look, if we put God's kingdom first, that means first, he will take care of us. He says it not just one place, but throughout his whole word. And yes, sometimes it's a test. So what do I do, Stan? Here's what you do. You say, Lord, I want to go. And I ask you to provide the money, the day off, the times, the whatever to go. And he doesn't provide it. So what do you do? Well, he didn't provide it. No, (laughs) we get into some fasting. We didn't get into some prayer. We get some other brothers and sisters praying with us. And we say, I know. It's my, I believe God has called me to go to that. I'm going to go. I'm not going to hold back. Oh, Stan, you're just doing this for money. Shame on you. You ought to know my heart by now. Look, if I'm willing to give these Miss the Mark books away at what I decide later, what I discovered later is a loss. I'm at a loss. Why? Because my heart, I don't want to see anybody take that mark. And if your heart is that same way, then you're going to say, you know what, Stan? I know. I know you're selling those books at a loss. And I know you got to print some more. I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to send you a donation. I don't want you to raise the price on them. It's not about making money, brothers and sisters. It's about putting the kingdom of God first. Look, you and I know, we know, if they take that mark, they can't chisel it off their forehead. They can't cut off their hand and get rid of it. They take that mark and they're going to be burning in hell with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer all eternity. Torment. They can't get out. There's no escape. That means getting this book into their hands is more important than money. So I do not want to raise the price. So I need some help. I told you I need $17,000. I need it in the next few weeks. So if you can help, if you believe what we're doing, if you believe what I'm saying, if you believe the mark of the beast, you believe this all coming, you believe it's coming in our lifetime, then I could certainly use your help. Okay, back to Psalm 91. Gosh, I might not even get to the the virus I was trying to get to today. Anyway, let's go on. 
There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hand, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon. Thou shalt trample under feet. In other words, he's given us power over scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Because he has set his love upon me. I love this part. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Now, let me explain that. When he says, because he has set his love upon me, here's the way we would say it. So God's speaking to us, because you have set your love upon me, here's what I'm going to do for you. I will deliver you. That means from viruses. That means from finances. That means from the beast. I mean, unless that's your test, okay? And I will set him on high. What does that mean? I will set him on high. It means that if you're looking for that raise, you're going to get it. If you're looking for that promotion, you're going to get it. Our strength does not come because we have a college degree. Our strength because we have a secret place. We have a prayer closet. We know how to fall on our knees and raise our hands and worship God and tell him, holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, who is and was and who is to come. We understand how to say, because you change the times and the seasons, you removeth kings and setteth up kings. You giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. You revealeth the deep and secret things. You knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with you. And I worship you. I worship you with all of my heart. Because we know how to get hold of the hard strings of God, we will fear not. Fear not. And so... Leslie keeps telling me, you, you got to give these people on radio some hope. Okay, here's your hope. You hope in the prayer closet. You get your strength from the prayer closet, from worshiping and loving God. See, that's the reason it doesn't bother me. I forget about it. I forget about these end times. That don't get me. I sleep. Uh, here, okay, I'll tell you a little something uh, kind of personal here. Uh, so I, I go to a cardiologist. Oh, here, I'll tell you the whole story. Okay, so... I decide I'm going to get me some life insurance. They come over, do an EKG, and they say, no, no, you got something wrong with your heart. I said, ain't nothing wrong with my heart. Why? Because I, I got a prayer closet. I'm not worried about my heart. No, I said, okay, well, you got to go to a cardiologist, get a cardiologist letter saying nothing's wrong with your heart, or we're not going to give you any life insurance. So I go to a cardiologist. He does this. Uh, where you walk on the treadmill and they're monitoring your breath and your heart. And, and they also like shave my chest. They do this uh, ultrasound of my heart. And they say, if there's something wrong with your heart, we will find it. <laughs> I said, you ain't going to find nothing wrong. I said, there's nothing wrong with my heart. And I'm not being arrogant about this, but see, I know my God. I have a prayer closet. I've had a prayer closet for 25 years. I'm not worried about dying or my protection. So, yeah, guess what? They couldn't find anything. So the cardiologist gives me a letter. Nothing wrong. But I go into the cardiologist. He said, I think you're having sleep apnea. And I'm thinking, I don't have sleep apnea. I sleep just fine. Well, we want you to go over here and go through this test. Okay, fine. So I go down. I lay in their bed. I get my jammies. And they hook up these things <laughs> on my head, up my nose, my heart, around my chest. And they're going to monitor my sleep. I said, nothing wrong with my sleep. So, well, guess what? Sure enough, nothing wrong with my sleep. They called and they said, yep, we couldn't find anything wrong with your sleep. As a matter of fact, only 3% of the people pass our test. You passed our test. Why, brothers and sisters, I'm not worried about their test. 
I worried about whether I'm pleasing my God. That's all I'm worried about. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon. Thou shalt trample under feet. It means we're going to walk on the devil. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. It means we're going to ra- he's going to raise us up. He's going to give us the things that we need. Because he hath known my name, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will be with him in trouble. I will be with him in trouble. So those of you that want some hope, here it is, brothers and sisters, and it's not from Stan Johnson. It's not from Prophecy Club. The hope comes from you memorizing things like Psalm 91 and saying it on your knees to him on a pretty regular basis. He shall call upon me. I will answer him. In other words, he's saying, look, if you know how to grab a hold of my heart, if you know how to fall on your knees and worship me every night, then I'm going to hear your prayers. I'm going to answer your prayers. You do not have to worry about things like viruses and the Russians and the nuclear bombs. You don't have to worry about all that because I am with you. He shall call upon me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? That's the reason I wasn't worried about going to a cardiologist. I wasn't worried about some EKG. I wasn't worried about them doing some kind of sonar on my heart. I don't care about my life. My life is hidden him. I serve him with every breath. And because I serve him, because he is number one, I don't care about my life. I do care about building his kingdom. That's the reason I get on the radio, brothers and sisters, and I tell you the truth. There's not going to be a pre-trib rapture come and suck you up into the ice sky so you don't go through any tests. We're all going to be tested. And frankly, we're going to be tested pretty harshly. Some of us are probably going to die over the name of Jesus. And you know what? That's okay. Because... Our life is hidden Christ means that we do what he wants done, the way he wants it done, when he wants it done, and we put our, oh, I don't have the money to send a donation this month. Lack of faith. Lack of faith. (coughs) What do you mean? Are you saying that God can't provide? Just like me, I know I'm going to get that $17,000 to print those books. He knows that, look, if I was trying to make money on this, I would never gone in the ministry. I was making pretty good money before I got in the ministry. And they've called me several times saying, you want to come back? No, I don't. And I'll thank you not to ask me back again because I serve the Lord. And by the way, brothers and sisters, that's the way we got to do it. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. That means he hears our prayers. He answers our prayers. He shall call him upon me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? As they're doing these things, checking whether I have some kind of sleep apnea or whether I have something wrong with my heart, whether my blood pressure too high. I'm sitting there thinking, no, he's already told me with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. He's already told me he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. He's already told me he's going to be with you. I'm not worried about the last days. I'm not, that's the reason. See, I get on the, I know you probably think this guy is crazy, man. He just like in a negative world. Yes, I do live in a negative world. And uh, my wife and I had our 37th uh, 
wedding anniversary. Uh, I did something smart, guys. I, uh, I've never forgotten a wedding anniversary because we got married on Valentine's Day. So the whole world reminds me <laughs> that I have an anniversary coming up. So I went to my wife uh, two or three days ago, and I said, you know, I think I know we have reservations at this nice reserv- restaurant for our, our anniversary. I said, but I really think we just need like a break because, I mean, I do kind of live in a negative world. I mean, Bible prophecy and all this sort of stuff, making a 30-minute daily radio program. Well, every once in a while, we got to have a break. I said, I think we need to, how about if we go to San Antonio and go down to the Riverwalk and just chill? She said, that sounds great. So Friday morning, we jumped in the car and we drove down, walked on the Riverwalk, and then Saturday, we drove back. We're still in church Sunday morning. But it was a good little break for us. But we know that God is with us. He's going to provide. I'll get that $17,000 for those books because it's for God's kingdom. And you folks out there will send the money because you know it's for God's kingdom. You know my heart. You know I'm not trying to make money. You know I'm trying to win souls. And so you and I are together in this, brothers and sisters. And here's another thing. I don't really want to have to pull off those extra times uh, in the DFW. I don't want to have to pull those times. I want to be able to buy more times. But I can only do that when people send money. And I'm not going to ask you to send more money for radio. We've been on the radio those new and extra times for a year. If you believed in me, you folks in the DFW area, if you think other folks in the DFW area need to hear this, you'd have sent the money. Money hadn't come in, so we canceled the times. So that's the way it is. It's a sad thing, but I've been doing this 26 years. I know how radio works. And so it just didn't work. Uh, People in the DFW area didn't support it enough, so we go to another area. Somebody out there will listen, uh, but I love the folks in the DFW area. I love DFW area, and I love the folks there, and it's just sad it just didn't work out. Anyway, so let me get to another thing here. In closing, I want you to do three things. I want you to call and place an order for Miss the Mark and The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. You do that at prophecyclub.com. Then I want you to go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Get yourself signed up to be at that crusade and be sure and get the meal package. You want the meal package? Trust me. When you get there, you're going to be glad you got that meal package. Next thing I want you to do is if God has blessed you, and I'm going to pray for you here in just a second. If God has blessed you, we need that $17,000 to print those books. And I may as well tell you something else. We have been invited to go to another country, and it is a very dangerous country, and I believe God has confirmed to me about two or three different times that we need to go, and I'm going to guess we're probably in the ballpark of $10,000 for us to go, though I have not. We've got our visas, but I have not bought the airline tickets, so probably in the ballpark of $10,000 to go to another country, and I can't talk about it on the air but I think it is very important for what we're going to do. And while it's not going to Israel, I think it has to do with our plans of drilling oil and building the land of Anwar villages and the things that God has told me that we're going to be doing there. So I think this is extremely important. And just like I don't have the $17,000 to print the books, I don't have the $10,000. And by the way, we actually need to be buying the airline tickets really now. 
Uh, but definitely in the next two weeks, or they're going to really start going up because this is a little ministry trip. This is, uh, how do I tell you? We need to go to this other nation. It has to do with Israel, though it's not Israel. It has to do with walking and praying and pulling down strongholds. We are going to be fighting some real, there's about six of us that need to go to this other nation, me and Leslie and some of our staff. We need to go there and put our feet on the ground and pray. So we need probably $10,000 for that too. So if you want to help the kingdom of God, boy, oh boy, right now is a really good time to do so. You can call us 785-266-1112-prophecyclub.com or sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month to $200 a year. The app allows you to watch our YouTube videos and listen to our radio programs very easily. Go check it out at your App Store you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at watchprophecyclub.com. 